What's up, guys, and welcome to my very first solo podcast. I, I can't believe that I'm actually saying this, slash, that I'm talking to you guys now and uh, just going for it. I kid you not, like, I have been on annual leave now for a total of 48 hours uh, and having. I think that it's really easy when you are just running through life at like such a fast pace. You get so caught up in when your daily routine, you get so caught up with work, you get so caught up with what's happening in other people's lives. And particularly if you're on social media as well, that is just so much compounding on you. So then when it comes to thinking about like what are my big picture dreams, goals and aspirations you don't have the emotional stretch or you don't have the time to even figure it out. And I remember at the start of this year, I did like a lot of goal setting. And one of my biggest problems uh, when I was doing my goal setting session was, I don't know what my big picture Disney goal is anymore. And that's something that I have aspired so much to all of you guys. And it is something that is at the core ethos of every fiber of my being that you guys would chase after your Disney dreams, goals and aspirations and you go after everything that you want in life. And I felt like such a fraud that I was there sitting there with my pen and paper mapping out my year ahead and I and I didn't know what my goal and aspiration was. And I think it's a really confronting feeling as an adult. I'm 32 years old now. P.S. Hey, if you are new to my channel, my name is Henny. uh, You're going to get to know me from the very moment from now, but I'm jumping a few steps ahead. But as I sit here right now as a 32-year-old who has done some pretty incredible, amazing things, which I'm so, so proud of, it was really confronting to think, I don't actually know what I want to do right now. Like what is my next stepping stone? And I think that a lot of people would be able to relate to it. And I think that a lot of people would be sitting here listening to me right now and thinking like, you know, maybe I feel like a failure because I don't know what I want to do next. I don't know what goal is next for me. I don't know what my five-year plan is. And whenever I listen to podcasts and the people are like talking about goals and aspirations and they're talking about planning and when they say you should know your six-month plan, you should know your 12-month plan, it should be your two-year, five-year plan. And for me personally, I've never been a long-term planning person. I have never been a person that has been always forward-thinking. I've always been thinking in terms of, where am I right now and how do I get to the next step Um, and uh, where I'm at in terms of my career and my aspirations and everything that I've achieved. I've done some um, incredible things, which I'm so, so proud of, but I'm at the peak of my career for right now. I am the head of a fashion brand. You can't go above where I am right now, which is such an achievement. I'm so, so, I'm so honored that I've got to this place, but I need more. I need more in life. And if I sit too still, if I sit there for too long, I don't feel driven. I don't feel motivated and inspired. And I came up with this concept earlier this year. And honestly, I think that it's taken me, well, what are we in at the moment? September. So it's taken me up to September, what, nine months into the year to actually really comprehend what does that dream look like? What does that thing look like? And I think that what I'm encouraging guys to think about right now is, you know, you don't have to, you might be able to sit there and goal set and you might be able to map out all of the things that you are amazing at and look at the piece of paper and be like, wow, I'm so good at so many things. 
but what do I want to do forever? Like, what do I want to do? And for me, like my, in terms of when I'm mapping it out, I'm like, okay, so what do I love to do? I love to inspire humans of their limitless possibilities. Like there is nothing that ignites my soul more than uh, looking at a human, speaking to a human and interacting with a person and reminding them that they can achieve and be whoever they want to be and do whatever they want to be. And that was the core reason that I became a personal trainer. That was the reason that I started a gym. That was the reason that I fell in love with training so much because I did have that power to do so. Hell, that was even why I started my Instagram account. My Instagram was started because I wanted to wake up every day send my clients a positive message on social media, which was the easiest possible way on Instagram stories. And uh, that was my core ethos. And since then I have evolved. I then went to moving to Sydney where I was working for Lauren Simpson Fitness as the head of brand. And I fell in love with being able to inspire people and to project and amplify a message at an even bigger scale than I could ever have dreamed of. I mean, being given the opportunity being able to be aligned with someone that has such a core similar ethos to you and to be able to come together in forces and to really take it to a whole new height. Like that was the coolest thing for me. But now I'm working for a fashion brand, so I don't particularly get to, I mean, I get to do creative things, which is one fiber of me. But in terms of being able to inspire and empower people, I don't feel that I have that fulfillment in my life at the moment. And I think that that's something that I've been really yearning for. And I think that that's something that I've been really simmering on of how can I do that? And, you know, my big, uh, my big picture dream is to be able to, it's still the same thing as when I was a coach, but it's kind of a newer version of it is I want to be able to build and lead a community of uh, fearless individuals um, to be able to go and achieve incredible things and to become inspiring, amazing humans And uh, I think that this might be one of the first stepping stones. Like I kid you not, I just had like, I've been simmering on my thoughts for months. I've been trying to figure out the right avenue for it. And I've been struggling. Like I've actually, on social media, if you've been following me on Instagram, I have been struggling quite a bit because uh, I feel like um, I haven't been authentically myself. I feel like something that I have struggled with uh, more so than ever is even the concept of TikTok. Like I personally hate TikTok. Oh, it feels so good to just even just, you know, preach it. Like I hate TikTok. Like I hate the idea that there is a channel that has been created that encourages stupidity to copy everyone, to fall into the mold. And that if you're not someone that is six seconds. Like, uh, I mean, it just blows my mind that our culture has become so conditioned to the idea that that's what the norm is. And I sit there scrolling on TikTok and I feel so uninspired. I mean, there is absolutely some incredibly inspiring humans on there. I'm not trying to dilute that factor, but in general, I am so uninspired by TikTok and watching people lip sync and uh, do the same thing over and over and to copy each other and to be following trends. It just baffles me that I have fallen into the place uh, where I am conforming it to the mold. Uh, I mean, uh, 
I think it's actually been squashing my soul. And even when I'm talking to you guys right now, like I genuinely can't believe that it's taken me so long to figure out what's been squishing my soul so much lately. And I think it's the fact that I am being forced to conform. And I have never been a person for conforming. I am a person that says, embrace who you are for everything that you are. Be unique, you be different and stand out from the crowd. And I've been pushed into a space that's telling me that I have to be the same as everybody else to be well-liked, to be successful. Nah, I'm done. I am retiring the concept of having to conform to the mold and I am being fearless in the pursuit of being everything different from the mold. And that's why I'm starting this. Like, I want to create a space and with all the channels and with everything that I'm going to do with this concept and this idea, I wanted to be able to make a space where you could step into it and you can feel like you're hanging out with your best friend or you're hanging out with your best friends. And I want to create a space where, you know, it's so easy on social media to be consumed into a space and to step away from a space feeling less than what you're worth. It doesn't make add value to your life because it's making you feel like, you are incapable, that you are not good enough, that you are not worthy enough, that you are not pretty enough, that you are not skinny, like all of the feels. I feel social media condones that behavior. So I wanted this to become everything that I've been working for for my whole entire career pretty much. And I think that the struggle, the months of me agonizing of what channels should I be on social media, where should I be going and what should I be doing, ultimately the best thing about me is my mind and uh, my years of experience and wisdom. And uh, I have gathered a lot of wisdom over my time. I have aligned myself with some incredibly inspiring, amazing people and I continue to evolve. And I want to be able to take uh, my, I don't want to call you just my community because I want to call you guys my best friends. And I want you guys to always feel that you're coming into a space. And you know, I say best friends and I genuinely mean it. And I think that's why I've always had the confidence to be able to step onto social media and uh, to step onto any social platform and to talk the way that I do, because I genuinely treat every experience and every time that I jump on my Instagram stories, that I am talking to my best friend or better yet, I'm talking to myself because I am my best friend as well. And I talk to myself, I talk to you guys the way that I would talk to myself and the things that I am talking about, the things that I am reminding you guys are often the things that I am struggling myself and that I just want to reaffirm in myself and re-inspire you guys to do, which I think is like, when I think about it is pretty cool because it's a constant reminder whenever you guys are hearing things from me. I'm not stepping onto social media because I'm constantly pushing products and peddling things down your throat. If you notice on my page, I talk about a few things on my social media. There is very select things that I talk about and they're always genuine, but otherwise I'm trying to add value to your world. And I just want to be able to keep on adding value to your worlds um, in any possible way. And I think that the first stepping stone for me and the Hugo Club uh, um, is going to be a new Instagram page that is going to be connected as well, but also just with my podcast slash uh, I'll put them on YouTube as well, just so that you guys can have the video too, because I know you guys like the best of both worlds. Uh, um, but I honestly, I have been, I was sitting on the couch and, and I had a big, well, I actually cried to my sister first. I always cry to my sister and I'm going to be totally authentic and genuine about it. And the reason I cry to my sister first is always because um, as much as I love Ryan and he is a great partner in life, there is just shit that your sister understands. 
And my sister has been there since day one for me. My When I was a personal trainer and I, well, before I was even a personal trainer, she's always been my emotional pillar of support. But I used to get into my car when I would finish work as a personal trainer and I was paying off a huge debt at that time because an accountant um, had made a very big mistake. And I remember I would just yearn for that time that I would get into the car and be able to just call my sister and to speak to her and vent to her and talk about all my goals and dreams and just what I couldn't wait to do when I was free. So when my, I speak to my sister, when I call my sister and have my vent, she understands the path to where I am right now and she understands uh, where, where she knows where I should be going probably better than I was going. And when I told her about my concept and my idea and uh, what I wanted to do, she was like, she said what I just said to you guys, that my mind is and the way that I can speak and the way that I can talk to my community and you guys is the best part about me. So I was like even nervous just to like come on here and speak to you guys because I was thinking to myself, what happens if I get five minutes in and then I've got nothing to say because I'm sitting here by myself just waffling away. But I honestly am just talking to you guys like I'm talking to like my friend at the moment and we're 15 minutes in. Um, But I really wanted to establish the groundwork of what the club is going to be about and what you guys can be expecting and why that I am creating this space and where I'm at mindset wise and how you can get to that place as well. So my first piece of advice, if you are someone that is uh, feeling really lost at the moment, if you are feeling overwhelmed with work, if you are feeling exhausted and burnt out and tired and frustrated, book some annual leave. You don't get a medal for taking long blocks of work and not taking breaks. And honestly, it was like an epiphany to me the other day. It was like probably two weeks ago or like maybe three weeks ago. And I was sitting there and I was like getting anxious again. And I don't, I haven't been anxious like that for so, so long, but I was getting stupidly anxious. I was finding it impossible to do any creative work. All of my tasks for every day were finding so, so hard. Like the most simple tasks, I would sit down at my computer and try and do them. And it was like the hardest, most impossible task had ever been sitting in front of me. And I haven't been sleeping well. My sleep, I wake up and I just feel really, really exhausted every single day. And all of this stuff has been happening for so long. And I'm like, why, why do I feel this way? Why am I, why am I doing this to myself? And then I was like sitting there and I was like, when was the last time you took actual holidays? And I really sat there and I was like, okay, so Christmas, I was in Queensland, technically like lockdown again, because there was um, the COVID outbreak slash I got COVID. And then before that, we had done two years worth of lockdowns. I'd been back to Adelaide, but again, that's like being like with your family and everything, still definitely a break, but that's still definitely emotionally, like you're going through so many things. And so my actual most recent holiday would have been in like 2019, I think in Bali again, like it's so, it's wild that I haven't taken a proper break. I take like three days, I take that, but I haven't taken enough time to just actually switch off and just reboot. So my reminder is to book the YOLO trip. Uh, This is your sign from the universe to book the YOLO trip. And to be honest, I actually booked Bali by myself because Ryan was saying that he couldn't work, even though, because I'm a sugar mama, like to treat him. I was like, I'll pay for your flights. I'm paying for accommodation. I've got it all sorted. I work hard so I can look after the people around me. Okay. Like I don't, 
need many things in life, but I like to look after the people around me. And that's ultimately my biggest goal to be able to really look after the people around me. Um, but Ryan was like, no, 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 like, what, like, I'm not going to come, like, I'm not going to go. And I was like, okay, well, I'm booking it. So I booked the YOLO trip. I booked a hotel. I booked accommodation. I mean, sorry, I booked a flights and I booked accommodation. And uh, then Ryan saw where I was staying and stuff. And he's like, fuck, like, I really want to go to Bali. And I was like, well, the offer is still there. So now, now Ryan is coming to Bali. I actually changed the accommodation too. I originally booked the W, but my terrible math, my biggest downfall in life is math. I'm shocking, shocking at maths. I realized that I was paying like $850 a night for like just myself to be going to this resort. And I really wanted to go there. And it was ridiculous, but but I was a solo traveler and I was like, fuck it. But I was able to just like literally downgrade to a great hotel anyway. And Ryan can come. And literally the money I've saved on the accommodation has like paid for his flights and our accommodation. Like I'm ashamed, I'm embarrassed. But yes, your reminder is to book the YOLO trip because uh, that's going to be your first stepping stone of making a decision that is selfish and all about you. And I think that it resonates back to what I was saying to you guys at the start, when you need time and space to sit with your thoughts and to be uncomfortable. And being uncomfortable is one of the most confronting things that you can possibly do in life. Sitting with your thoughts, sitting by yourself and being fully consumed with yourself is uh, terrifying and it's really confronting for a lot of people. And I believe that that's why a lot of people struggle. Um in life, particularly influencers and people that are doing work that's by themselves a lot. I believe that they deal with this because when you have to sit with your thoughts, you have two options. One, you can get overwhelmed and it becomes too much and polarizing and confronting and and you pump the brakes and you say too much, like too much, like I don't know how to deal with these emotions. I don't know how to deal with this stress, stress and I go into this shell and I really regress back into that shell and I, I don't know how to cope with it. Or you have the opportunity to step into the uncomfortable zone and to really have some breakthroughs. And uh, the only reason that I know this and the only reason that I know that there's two versions of loneliness and what you can do with those is you've got two, you've got two paths that you can go down is because when I went into lockdown in 2020, I had just come out of a 10-year relationship. I had just moved into a, an apartment by myself. I was separated from my family and I was... a uh, by, well, I wasn't, I was with Nanook. I lie. I was with Nanook. who was my sweet motherfucking angel over that time. But in general, I was very confronting time for me and it was very uncomfortable. I didn't know what to do. I would, uh, I felt overwhelmed. I felt scared. I felt lonely. I felt sad. But once I was able to move through that barrier, instead of sitting in the barrier, that's when I figured out you have this extra time and space and you, want to do more so what do you do with that space and so if you are taking some time off and you know what it could be that you're taking a week I think it was the fact that I've given myself like I think I have like 12 or 13 days off now I think even the release of knowing that I have this time uh, has just uh, given me like an emotional roller coaster it was like it hit me like a truck of emotions all of a sudden um, and that's why I'm sitting here talking to you guys right now. Cause I was like, I don't want to sit here for a second longer. Like you've wasted months agonizing of what you want to do. Just be the person that goes for it. So number one, if you are trying to figure out exactly what you want to do, who you want to be in life and what you want to achieve, uh, take the annual leave. Uh, number two, uh, I am a firm believer of mud mapping. And as I said earlier as well, I've been mud mapping uh, 
concepts and ideas since the start of this year. So don't expect uh, overnight for something to just happen and for you to know exactly what you want to do and where you want to be going and what you want to achieving and what you want to be doing. Dump it all down, put everything down on there. And you can have different maps for different things. Like one of mine was like, what are my big picture goals in terms of like, are there things that I want to purchase and buy? Like, what are things that I want to do? Like, what impact do I want to be making on the world? What am I good at? And you create these like bubbles of different concepts and different ideas. I can send you guys or I can drop them in the comments below as well if you want what I did for it. And I've had all of these mud maps sitting in my mind and it's just in a big art book and I constantly look back to them. So it's kind of like a visualization technique, I suppose, because uh, I know like my core pillars were one of the things as well. And they're one of the things that I constantly look back and it's like, what are your core pillars? Like, who are you? What do you want to stand for? Like, what do you want to achieve? Who do you want to be? And so when you've got that visualization technique of it just constantly being in the back of your mind, it means that you're always looking for it. And I listened to a super cool podcast today talking about your mind memory. I forget the term that they use, but um, they're talking about the fact that you can consume 2 million things and you are drawn to 200 instead. So it's the concept of if I told you to think of your left toe right now, you would think of your left toe and your mind would be so directed on that. Or even the idea of when you buy a new car, let's say, well, let's say you're looking for a new car and you found the car that you want and then all of a sudden you keep on seeing that car on the road. That's like the idea of visualization and that's the idea of if you A, are trying to figure out what your goals you're going towards or B, you're trying to figure out uh, you know what your goal is now, like how do I get to that goal? It's always going to be top of mind. So you're always going to be working towards that specific thing. So absolutely getting the time, uh, mapping out different concepts and ideas but then finally just having the courage like having the courage and the confidence to just go for it and uh, I think one of the biggest things that holds people that are extremely successful behind compared to people that are struggling to get to their goals and aspiration is that you can be the most confident person in the world but if there is a glimmer in your mind if you in the always in the back of your mind think that you are going to fail you are never going to become the person that you are meant to be in life. And I I believe that it is so, so true. And I am so happy to even just admit that even when I was hearing this concept the other day that I was like, wow, I actually think that that is me. Like, I think that that fear of failure, that fear of not being good enough or worthy enough to achieve my goals. Like, I do believe and I say that, like, I do believe that I can achieve or do whatever I want in life. Like, I know that I am smart enough and talented enough to go and do anything in life. But I think there's always just been like a seed of thought in the back of my mind. And it's because of my past that has caused me to be the way that I am today, because I haven't had the easy run. I'm not the person that has had success after success after success. Like, of course, you guys, if you're if you have been watching my journey, you'd be like, wow, Henny's had like an easy path, but I absolutely haven't. I've had so many failures that are in between there. I've had so many milestones that have uh, been perceived failures that have forced me into becoming the person that I am today. And the, one of the things of failures that I've learned over my time is uh, it's not necessarily the failure, it's the way that you get up from the failure and the way that you respond to it. And I'm sure there's a more eloquent way of saying it. I think there is actually a quote about it. But for me, my, I can still remember some of my first failures as a kid. Like I can remember when I would 
going for the high school musical and I definitely thought that I was going to get the role. I was 100% Garrett. Like I thought, like in my mind, I was like, yes, I'm going to get the main lead. And then I didn't get the lead. Um, Or when I was in my adult life and I was in Women's Health magazine and I was in the top five trainers of Australia and everyone was jeering me up that I was going to get it. And then I didn't get it. And so you have these failures. And I still remember when I was a kid and the musical thing, like it still has the same sort of pain of failure that it probably did back then. But the difference between then and now is when I have failures, uh, I have them and then I sit with them, I deal with the emotion and then I go harder and I go faster and I keep on pushing harder. So you have to look at every failure as an opportunity to redirect and to refocus and to realign. So these days when I fail, which I absolutely still do failures in multiple ways, in every single day, you might have an Instagram post that doesn't go that good. You might have a campaign that doesn't have the same reach that same day. You might not get the house that you want. There's like constant failures that will happen in your every single day. And don't try and compare your version of failures to anybody else. But you have to realize that you have to be in it from the first place to fail. And even, I think it was something the other day, Ryan was Ryan was emailing someone, I think it was like the top of Spotify. And I was like to him, I was like, why are you even like emailing the top of Spotify? Like, why aren't you going to like one of the lower players? And he's like, you gotta be, you gotta be in it. You never know. And I was like, I actually apologize. I was like, fuck, like, I'm sorry. Like that was like, like I genuinely felt rude because I was just like, fuck that. Yes, you absolutely should be going for the top player. You should be going for the main role. You should be going for your wildest dreams and aspirations. And it was like a light bulb moment for me when I was sitting there and I was hearing myself thinking, because I was just like, this is like, that's what I'm projecting out to Ryan. And this something that I'm doing to myself as well. So my top three tips are take the leave. Um, what did I say second to you guys? Uh, <laughs> I like literally just had a mind like because I was like thinking ahead to the next part. Uh, I, I remember now, take the lead, map it out, and then also just have the confidence and courage. But finally, just be fearless and relentless in the pursuit. And you know what? It follows on from the fear of failure. If you do failure at one stepping stone, it doesn't mean that the dream and the goal and the aspiration is over. Like I wish I could have told my child version of me, don't just feel like you can never get the lead role in the play, work harder, work smarter, practice and find another way to do it. Or the other version of me with the Women's Health magazine, instead of being gutted and feeling like the worst version of myself, I should have been like, how do I get to the front cover of Women's Health magazine and how do I focus on that? But it takes time and experience and it takes you guys listening to me or listening to other people talk about failures to understand that it isn't necessarily, a failure doesn't mean that you have to give up on the goal or the dream or the aspiration. It just means that you need to figure out a different way around it. Uh, So yes, uh, I think that'll probably wrap it up. I think that's like 27 minutes, which I was like so, so nervous to even um, jump on here. I like literally was just like standing in the kitchen. I was about to do an Instagram story and I'm making pizza, one of those like low carb ones. I'm excited to try it. And I was sitting there and I was like, uh, you can either do a short little Instagram story that's going to be lost in 24 hours, or you can do what you actually want to do and be fearless and be passionate in what you want to do and inspire people to go after their dreams or to dare to dream. 
I think that's what I really want people to do from this concept. I want you guys to step away from this and not feel that the fact that you don't know what you want to do in life and you don't know where you want to go or who you want to be or what you want to achieve, as that is not failure, that is not... um, meaning you're not going to, but to dare to dream, to dare to put your mind into the uncomfortable zone of like, you know, like imagine if like, and I think that I used to always think of that as well. I I used to never want to do that. I never wanted to dare to dream because I was so scared that it wouldn't happen. I would be so scared that it wouldn't come true, but it just takes like one of your baby Disney dreams, goals or aspiration to kind of get you like a little bit of momentum. So My loves, I hope that you are daring to dream tonight. I hope you are sitting there and you are thinking about uh, the person that you want to be, the life that you want to create, the message that you want to go out in the world. And I hope that the Hugo Club is everything uh, that I can possibly imagine and more. I want to bring all of me to the table. I want to bring absolutely every fiber of who I am and all my years and what I've done to the table. And I think one of the things that I was talking about earlier about not knowing because I was good at too many things. Um, I think that I want to bring all of the too many good things about me to the table. I don't want to be the TikTok niche. I want to show you guys all of who I am and all the value and experience um, that I've gathered over my time to make you the best possible person that you possibly can be in the coolest possible way. Um, so I hope you have a beautiful night. I hope you are kind to other people even kinder to yourself and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I can't believe I did it. 30 minutes, guys. <laughs>